You're listening to the Ones Ready Podcast, a team of Air Force Special Operators forged in combat with over 70 years of combined operational experience, as well as a decade of selection instructor experience. If you're tired of settling and you want to do something you truly believe in, you're in the right place. Now here's your host, PJ Team Leader, former Indoc Instructor Supervisor, Entrepreneur, and Physician Assistant Student, Brian Silva. What's happening, everybody? Brian Silva for the Ones Ready Podcast. Today, we're bringing to you what you've been asking for for a really long time, the Crow episode, but not just any Crow. We're going to be talking to Jonathan McKenzie, captain type. He's a prior enlisted PJ who is going to be talking to you about his transition from being a PJ for a really long time to transitioning into a Crow and kind of what that's like. He's been at a lot of the phase two selections. So he has a lot of knowledge to drop on you guys, not only from his prior experiences and many deployments, but also from the phase two side of the house and what you should be expecting, what is expected of you whenever you get to a phase two and uh, get to that crow position. So thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. We appreciate all your messages and uh, comments down in YouTube. Make sure you check out the website, onesradio.com. Lots of resources there. Check out our YouTube channel if you want to see some of the, uh, you know, the hand gestures that we do, Peach's knife hand. You can see all of our awesome backgrounds <laughs> that we have and check that out. So make sure you You're go over there, like, this. subscribe. Yeah. And Aaron has a fantastic, Potter. yeah, he's read all of those books. Harry and, Potter uh, he can tell. I'm just trying to get real right now, dog. You trying to get a broom <laughs> on? Yeah, it's like Quidditch, whatever. I'm a seeker. I mean, who don't? Are we, are we talking in British accents then or what? Mm, yeah, you're right. I am, not, I am not going to do that. Are, are you all right? I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> and uh, we also want to thank you, uh, you know, Eberly Stock, Alpha Brew, and Strike Force Energy. You guys can still use the ones ready codes, get all those awesome things. We don't get any money from it, but we're giving you guys those discounts. And if you guys have a business that's like that and you want to support people that are doing this thing and trying to go out for special warfare, give them a discount for an awesome product. Hit us up. All right. So let's get into. JMAC here. Um, we go back, pretty much all of us go back a long time from our England days, uh, over a decade ago now with uh, JMAC, and we've known him pretty well. He's a really fun guy to be around, and we're glad to, that he took his time to uh, come out on the podcast and spread some knowledge with you guys. So without further ado, if you don't mind introducing yourself, let us know a little bit about you. Man, I can't even take Peach's face serious right now because I'm just like... Because <laughs> I'm just... I'm just you. waiting for, to hear what you're going to say. I'm just dude, waiting. I just want to give him a hug, man. It's been so long, dude. Bring back, bring back that trip last, but we'll get back to that. That's right. <laughs> man, so, hey, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I was, anytime I talk to anybody, you know, in this type of form, I always do a quick disclaimer. Hey, man, my opinion is just that. It's me. Um, it's raw. I'm not going to hold back. And um, I, we'll, I'll give you ways to get a hold of me afterwards if you guys have questions. But, you know, at the end of the day, I always get asked, Hey, tell me about yourself, who you are, what, you know, what you do, things like that. And I love, I love this question. Cause I've never given the same answer twice. I think we're all in that same boat, but I'll say like, uh, you know, I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm just a dude that gets to work with and hang out with like-minded people, um, and, and do a pretty, pretty rad mission set. You know what I mean? But you know, honestly going back, man, I'm like a, I'm like a 15, 16 year old kid, like fat kid stuck in a 38 year old crow's body to be honest with you. So <laughs> Um, man, I'm sure that picture will surface somewhere, but you know, it all started this whole journey of mine basically started back because I, I enlisted in 1999, 17 years old, just not a clue what I wanted to be, who I was. 
Um, you and Peach have a lot in common. So yeah, neither, dude, neither one of you, like, I can just throw your keys on top of any refrigerator and you're stuck wherever you are. And then you guys both got in at 17. <laughs> and then we're going to have a dance-off and God knows what's going to happen. But, but I'm this, like, I, I look back and it's like, I'm, I'm sure you guys, if you if you watch some things, or the, the picture will surface my high school fat kid photo, right? But, like, I didn't know who I was even in high school until, like, my buddy was, like, you know, my freshman year. Hey, travel for lacrosse team. I'm like, cool, dude. But I was fat. I didn't like running. But let me tell you now, dude, if I, I'll be damned if I didn't run, like, the fastest 18.7-second 100-yard sprint, you know, during tryouts. And, like, only to be told, like, hey, man, you're basically too fat, too slow to be on the lacrosse team. And that just, like, flipped a switch in my brain. And I about just lost it. And, uh... And then I was like, Hey, start playing football, start doing this, that, the other thing. Just it's, it's all mindset stuff. Right. I think that's what all we can all agree on. Like pretty much everything we do boils down to like, dude, it's, it's 90 plus percent mental. Um, and you just got to put up with the suck and get through it. But like, um, you know, 17 years old, man, enlisted in the air force, had no clue what to expect. And then, uh, man, those sexy dudes in the short shorts came to basic training. And I, I was like, damn, like, I, I want to do that, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I like watching Rambo, Predator, you name it, dude. I was like, I want to do that stuff. And, Predator, uh, objectively the best movie of all time. I mean, yeah, follow Arnold on Instagram 100%. just because I just love him. But, <laughs> man, I'd say, like, and they came over and I was just like, uh, okay, I'll try out. You know, I'm like, you know how it was Peach back in 99, man. Like, um, you know, I don't know if you were in Indoc then or you were already too, yeah. but like, dude, a hundred of us showed up. And it's like the rules back then. I mean, they were like, what, what, what were rules? You know what I mean? Like what, what's training you guys guidelines? Had, you guys had rules. Yeah. That's and, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy. Cause like, I remember four, I remember very distinctly four of us passed the test. Uh, two, it didn't go down. Two of us left over to have like that were medically cleared to do it. And then I very, very vividly remembered a retired chief swan, man. I looked at him and I was like, I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not mature enough. I am not like, I don't know who, who I am, what I want to do. Like, I'm not ready for this. Man, he just ripped me. They're like choice words that aren't even approved for like, anyways, we're not even going to editing world of this right now. Um, you know, he just tore me up and down. I was like, hey, I'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, that's what everybody says. You're a coward, this, that, the other. And it's crazy because, you know, fast forward, you know, that lit a fire years after that. And it's like, uh, he, he was a group chief when he retired and I was actually a crow by then. But, um, so yeah, went off, became a C-130 engine mechanic. And, um, dude, it, it was a cool job. I worked with some great people, but man, I was just bored. You know, I was just like, what's next? What's next? That's kind of like the mentality of, I'm always like, Hey, what's the next thing I can do? I'm sure you guys are the same way. Like I'll look at something in the garage. I'll be like, I'll start a project and I'd be like, I can do that better. Or it's like, you know, one more rep for this, that it's just that I just don't turn it off. And I'm just, I've always been that way. I think I always will be. And, um, so I made up my decision, you know, I was a four year enlistee and in 2000, I knew my window was in 2001 to cross train. So September of 2001, I was eligible. You know, we all know what happened right then and there. So I had already prepped everything back before everything was, um, you know, done by, you know, computers. It was just like, I hand carried everything as a little, you know, A1C just around all these offices and people are like, what, why are you cross training? But it was actually truth be told. And I don't know if Aaron and, and uh, Brian know this. I was actually cross training to combat control. What? As a guy that, that was, that. On, as a guy that was on your indoc team. No, I've never heard that before. Jake. Let me get I'm, I'm glad you said that out there. So check this. Uh, 
it goes to the whole, like, I'm impatient. I can do better. I can do this, right? Either, right. So I'm like running around, I get all my stuff done. Like, and I, and I go to the, the retraining office and it was like, um, right before nine 11. And, um, you know, the, I remember the girl's like, Oh, you need X, Y, and Z and ABC blocks of check. And I, I was just like, bam, here's my folder. And she was just like, man, you're, you're took this serious. You know what I mean? Like knew my window eligibility, had it all set, had the guys, at the PJ school of Kirtland ready to give me the pass test. Um, they weren't happy that I was doing it for CCT, but i you know, truth be told at the time, I did not think I uh, had the wherewithal to pass paramedic, you know what I mean? But I was like, yeah, maybe they'll let me drop bombs. I have no idea, right? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't know so why that's less dangerous. That's, that is that is such a JMAC thing to do. Listen, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to uh, pass paramedic. What about 500 pounders from the overhead, though? Is that cool? <laughs> no, it's funny because I know some controllers that have put tourniquets on next. It's all right, dude. So we're not going to go I, there. I am not one of those guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Be clear. Listen, what these like, guys do in their off time, J Mac? I am not trying to get down with. All right, <laughs> but, yeah. We're good. All right. Anything else is just icing. So, you know, basically what happened is, um, you know, I took the pass test, right? It was in November. I was 20 years old, took November, 2001, took the pass test and I just waited, right? Set him a hanger. It was the, um, January of 02. Um, and I get an email and they're like, uh, I'm reading it, reading it from a training manager. And they're like, Hey, you've been selected to go to the CCT indoctrination selection, whatever course at Lackland. And it was like November of Oh two. And I was like, hell no. And I was like, um, talked to my, like my boss. I was like, Hey, I need to run to the PJ school real quick to talk about a couple of things. Hop on my bike, rode over to the PJ schoolhouse. Just, I mean, I love this. This is like, this is me in a nutshell. You guys know that. I'm like, I don't care. Where's a door. Can I barge through? And if, uh, if it's not, I'm going to check them all. Hop on <laughs> the desk. Just one, yeah. It just ha- happened to be Chief Hickson's office, right? The commandant of the PJ school. I'm just like. One of the most famous like, commandants yeah, of the like, PJ school, by the like, way, yeah, too. Going, yeah. um, I got a situation. He's like, yeah. I was like, so I'm cross-training. Uh, currently, a mechanic over here in the 130s. I want to go be a combat controller. They gave me a date for 10 months from now. You know what I mean? 11 months from now. And uh, I don't really want to wait. I was like, any chance I can go PJ instead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's like let me make a phone call and i don't know you probably know him jared but he's like uh he called it was chief brown at the time the functional for whatever and he, he called him up and he's like yeah we're leasing you guys can have him you know it, i was just a number at that point by the time i get back to the to the hangar like <laughs> my boss was like had a sticky note he's like yeah doesn't pj chief call blah blah and i was like oh called him right back and, uh he's like how's april sound for indoc and i was just like audible gulp dude i was like well that just got real <laughs> how yeah. do you say the word puke noise on the phone just so, <laughs> i mean so long story short man i finished uh you know went to indoc april 02 um pretty broke you know but you know back then like we didn't have this the luxury of all the hpo program and, and what we've morphed into now which is phenomenal or people people like you out there trying to help people get prepped mentally physically you know what have you um Again, the whole no rule thing, I, I can keep falling back to that because I just got my, I got beat daily and I was broke leaving that place. Um, so two you, after pipe, pipe J-Mac, do you remember <laughs> one specific, do you remember the Easter smoke session? You don't have to say the guy's name who may or may not be the commander of a unit now, but do you remember the Easter smoke session? And so I do remember him well, and I remember that well. And the fact that when Jolly Five One during the memorial at Patrick, I was walking across the flight line with said commander, and I said, "I just, yeah, I was like, Tommy Captain, he's a lieutenant colonel at the time." And I just fell back. I'm like, "Hey, man, I don't know if you remember me." He's like, "I do." 
I was like, did you sleep okay after beating the living daylights out of me on, on a daily basis? Easter I mean, Sunday for, no, I mean, for like eight I just, hours? I didn't like just say one specific event. I just said, hey, man, like you still haunt my, my dreams, dude. Like you and, and Robbie Bean, you know, like I called him out in front of his wife at a force ball back in Nellis, too. I said, how's it feel to be married to one of the scariest human beings on the planet? He still so, owes me about 10 T-shirts. <laughs> when so, Chief Bean was down at the schoolhouse, we were standing. We were at Patrick. So I was an instructor at this point. We're looking at students and they're doing this monster mash. And Chief Bean. So this is like since I went through it two different time periods. Chief Bean starts telling the story about how bad he smoked an apprentice course team and does this number. Oh, Aaron, that was you, wasn't it? I was like, yeah, Chief, you've basically been smoking me my entire career. It's awful. It's yeah, terrible. Then, Thanks. His, his wife was just like, oh, he's a big, he's a big teddy bear. I was like, man, he just must have had a real big switch to flip because um, that's still in my dreams. But so anyways, you know, um, yeah, long story short, graduated Pipeline 04 as, as a PJ. Nellos was my first assignment. Uh, I got to the 50th RQS. And uh, it was still it was still AFSOC at the time, right? We hadn't done the ACC merger. Um, and, Hold and on, what was he cool, was also in a documentary. I just feel like that was pertinent uh, to throw out there. Oh, there, man, <laughs> man. We thought we were just gonna <laughs> thought we were just gonna breeze just by gonna inside breeze combat over rescue. That breeze yeah. over what is what is that in doc, what, uh, rescue warriors? Rescue yeah. warriors. Yeah, rescue I mean, warriors. you guys want you guys want to hit pause, go get your spears, and then like <laughs> I, I can have my son come in here and stab me for real. It's like a virtual. Just, <laughs> It'd be great. Like, yeah. so, it's all right because, you know, my old commander from up at, at Fairchild just te- texted me out of blue the other day. And it was a <laughs> screenshot of me on his large screen TV. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, he's like, you're one of the More greatest fuel students, for this dude. I miss you. And I'm just like, I cannot believe. He's like, that's my screenshot. And he's like, that's my, my uh, caller ID picture for you. He's like, the whole nine. I'm just like, great. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all over the place, man. I'm even in the new the new video at Sierra Link, the you know, kind of get the capture video they watch. So I'm just like, people are like, I know that guy. I don't know. Whatever. I'll just hang it out there. Right. Triple S for life. So, um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Beach. I mean, dance yeah. bar is the lamp of, uh, fixed wing aircraft. It's always a good time. Right. So, and then just, and just, I'm not, I'm not red light goes. I mean, that that at all. I don't know. So, <laughs> red light. <laughs> he, he was primary. Who's primary, right? I, I don't know, <laughs> but we'll talk about those fond memories after. So, um, you know, hey, truth be told, like Nellis is great. Uh, and, but when you look at it compared to nowadays and, and the, the mass production, if you will, I know I don't really have to, I mean, it, it is what it is, right? We, we need the bodies. Um, and I think we have the training regiment, you know, we have the, and we have the folks to support it. But back then, like I, I showed up to my unit and it was a 10 man team and I was the only new guy. And it was like, there was one of the three level getting trained at the time. And it was just like, dude, everybody's hyper-focused on JMAC. And like, it was just grill and a grind. You know, I showed up and I'm just bebopping in the parking lot. I'm like, yeah, look at this hat in my pocket. And they were like, give me that. Beat your face. Program this radio. Break down this weapon. <laughs> do this. And I was like, what is that weapon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what is that? Just, oh, that's a, that's a radio? You know, it was just, it was like a humbling experience to show up as a new guy and they just, um, you know, introed me to the unit after about a three hour smoke session. Um, and then they, the, the best part was, you know, they're just, they're just beating the living daylights out of me. Uh, and they throw me in the med room. Hey, pack your ruck. You have, you have 20 minutes to pack this ruck, you gotta treat, you know, X amount of patients and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I'm in there. I'm just like, I just dealt with this for like two and a half years. What is going on? I'm just shoveling stuff in a bag. I'm like, I'll just figure it out as I go. 
they walk in with like a what is like a three pound jar of mayonnaise, a Heineken, and a Miller Lite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're man. like, and they hand me a tablespoon. You know, Listen, like, I don't know where this dude, story is. I don't know where this story is going, <laughs> but man, I am terrified. So I mean, just no rules, right? It's all good. Um, so what I'm saying is, like, hand me a tablespoon, and then they they're like, no light, Heineken, pick one. I'm like, no, I, I don't even remember. I think I grabbed more light, and they're like, all right, oh. the only way out of this is if you eat this entire jar of mayonnaise and down this <laughs> down this beer in five minutes. And I was like, deals. <laughs> I took that tablespoon, dude, took a big old scoop, and right out, I was like, ah. And the, the commander walked in. He was like, stop. Give him his beret. Stop it. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, man, you were really going to eat that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. Anyways. Um, so that's, like, that's how it started. You know what I mean? But anywho, I digress. It was a great time, my first assignment, right? Um, and it was just me, like I said, for 10 months. I trained. Train, train, train hard for ten months. I was I was lucky enough. Uh, one of the one of the few guys to actually deploy as you know like a PGA three, so a team, um, the, the lead medic, and then I did my EL and then TL. Right, so my three deployments out of there were just like the progression was like unheard of for folks nowadays. Right, it was like hey, you're the you're your team member, then you're the EL, then you're the TL, and uh, but I still wasn't wasn't happy for some reason. You know what I mean? Like personally, um, professionally, I was going through a lot. Right, I think we've all been there. And I was I was planning on getting out my ten year mark, man. I had I had uh, application filled out for the Tampa Fire Department. Like I was like, man, what's next? Um, you know that whole grass is green mentality, right? It's gonna be something better to do. But um, yeah, like I said, I was getting out, and then my my flight chief, old Curtis, man, um, wheeled the deal, got me an assignment to uh, to England, the, the mighty three two one, where I yeah. met you, where I met you hooligans. And, uh, well, I yeah, met you before when you were like, at Nellis and you're, you're smoking us for, I forgot what we set up wrong in the plane or something like that, but that's the first time I met you, but well, oh, you're oh, smoking. Yeah. I, dude, I apologies. Actually, no, no apologies. You probably deserved it, but you know, I love it. Yeah, I probably deserved right. it. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I look at every beat that I've ever dealt with. So, um, yeah, man. So I go to Nellis and like, or I go, I go to England, and I just, I wish I could come like uh, bottle up those three years because I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but hands down, it was pretty I've been amazing. Twenty one years now, and that was like the best assignment. Um, you know, recently, I mean, it was just everybody we had there sat down as a commander, um, and then uh, the things we got to do, the different J sets, the deployment opportunities, just the team. Um, but like. Uh, yeah, just you know, at Curtis' retirement, it was kind of like a mini reunion. I saw everybody, and everybody was just like, "Man, that was the best three years of my career." I'm like, "Man, I want to go back." You know, like um, I just haven't. We have, I have, have had that, like that bonding type uh, team since. So yeah, we had um, an amazing team out there for sure. Yeah, dude, it, it was a blast. Yeah. So it, it was lightning in a bottle for sure. Like there was, there wasn't one dude that like disliked another guy. It was great, other than that one. Uh, SR dude that uh <laughs> that Nick, Nick the old NN used to uh tune up. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Talked to him quite often. So so yeah, I mean uh so that's that. And then uh, I was there from uh, 09 to twelve. And um yeah, what question am I still on? I don't know, we're just rambling right now. But anyways, so yeah, it was actually on a um you know a seaco rotation out in Stuttgart and um just shooting a breeze with this uh navy warrant officer and he's like hey man you guys have you guys have officers and i was just like 
I was like, yeah, but the majority of them are just straight ah. tools, dude. So, I mean, I'll probably take some flack for that. I don't even care because at the time that was – hey, dude, that's my opinion. I told you, raw, unfiltered. I mean, if you want to put that on replay, like just tools, just tools. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's how it was, man, because, because seriously, we were at that time, the career field, the community was only 10 years old, right? And I, I think we were still trying to find ourselves, trying to find that niche, niche and like what, what, we, what we did. And, um, nobody really knew. That was my opinion. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've matured drastically since then. So um, just don't ask my wife. But uh, yeah, and that was it, man. So um, never really had plans to, to, to cross over, but the opportunity presented itself and um, kind of the rest is history. You know what I mean? So that's well, what, kind of what, is, what is it that like made you go, all right, I am ready to make this transition from enlisted swine to – Officer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So I, it was, uh, yeah, truth be told. So I, I was kind of filling that role kind of as like number three on the team in England there for a while. And then Curtis left, uh, Dwayne, you know, uh, he was there and then he left and Curtis was like, man, you need to make, you need to make rank. You make tech. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So it's like, put tech on and they were just like, Hey, I'm the dude. And we don't have another master come in for like a year. And they're like, you're running everything. Uh, and so that last year there, it was like, I was the, you know, lead, I was the lead evaluator, lead instructor, the whole, you know what I mean? It's like, it's one of those, like when you've, um, you, you get the calls, you get the training, you get the great ideas. And then you go and you go to fight those battles and advocate for, for the boys. And certain folks are just like, um, yeah, that's enough out of you. You know what I mean? Great idea there's the door. We're going to have a big boy discussion. And I'm like, I'm a big boy, dude. Like, hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> I got some great ideas. I may be high strung, um, what? but I guess I got some great ideas. <laughs> but keep going. Uh, so it was, it was probably that that catapulted it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, well, I, I want a voice at the table. You know what I mean? And whether or not they're going to offer it to me, I'm going to make them offer it to me. Uh, and I just had, I had seen some other folks that, that made the, made the leap. And I was just like, man, I just don't know, uh, you know, the, the quality of the individual or, you know, I think I could do a better job. You know, just one of those things. Uh, I talked over to wife and she was like, try it. You know what I mean? Um, so, and it was crazy. It was, it was quite the adventure because, um, you know, to, basically start over, you know, <laughs> and it's back to one of these things where, and you know, I, I don't get into that in a second, but like the initial, you know, uh, transition, it was like, I put it in the package. I didn't hear anything. Um, and then I get a call from a good buddy of mine, you know, Cole, and he's like, yeah, man, Hey, I'm going to go to phase two. And I'm like, Oh really? He's like, yeah, the list came out. I'm like, Oh, it did. It's like, yeah, your name's not on it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I ran into the chief at the three twenty first at the time. I'm like, hey, man, got a question. This whole list came out. I'm not on it. And he was like, yeah, uh, they're not letting seven levels go, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, that's BS. Uh, let's dig into this if we can. You know what I mean? And uh, so, you know, they did a little digging. And, um, you know, after pulling some teeth, you know, the career for manager at the time was like, yeah, we'll let them go. 
that's it. No more seven levels. You know what I mean? And I get it. You know, it's one of those things. Manning's always an issue. You know, retainability is always an issue for us. You know, you can look so at you any, slip any through unit. the cracks. Dude, basically. you look at any unit across across <laughs> the board, right? Across the entire enterprise, and everybody's hurting for qualified dudes. So it's like at the time they're like, we're not going to go. So um, and then still to this day, I was at a retirement. You know, and as, as when I was probably first lieutenant, I ran into the. Um, the retired chief and he's like, Hey man, I'm not gonna lie. He's like, that was one of the tough decisions I had to make is to allow you to do that because I already had you penciled in as a future chief. And I was like, Oh damn. <laughs> um, Boy, you're an idiot. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought you were a smart guy. Thanks for I letting me be a crow. Responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to be in jail easier. So I'll do this. Route. Yeah. That's for so, sure. Yeah. That for sure. Um, <laughs> So yeah, man, um, that, that's what ended up happening. And I, so I, um, they're like, cool, let's send them. And then, then boom, phase two, let me tell you how bad that sucked. So, well, Hey, let's, let's pause, let's pause there. Pause. Cause we're going to, we're going to talk about it, but oh boy, what did, what did you see? Like when you were getting ready to cross train, like, what did you see? You, you said that the career field was young and it was in flux and you, you didn't really know, but you know, you wanted to make a change. So oh, yeah. what did you see the role of a crow being when you were getting ready to cross train? Cause that had to play a huge, you had to have some like want to have job satisfaction on the back end. So what, yeah, what so did you at, see the role being? So at that time, it, like I said, it was uh, all of Guardian Angel, the gauze was the newest, that was the, up, up, you know, the latest and greatest thing, right? And um, the whole human weapon system. And, you know, and, and previously it was all like the uh, RQSs were led by flyers, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, the crows were still trying to find themselves and they were just, they were there, they were more of like, I viewed them as like, hey, they're the mouthpiece for the enlisted guys that never had it before, right? Because I don't care who you are. Uh, even in today's day and age with all the experience we have in this, in this form right now, you know that if you're like an E6, E7, even you, you have a good idea, but you go into the room, dude, you're going to get voted off the island by the O4 and the O5 that thinks he or she knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is they may not. And uh, that's that's big I facts. Like. Yeah. Dude, and, and the thing is like when I, I talk leadership so many times to so many different people and the minute I start talking, they're like, dude, this guy's off his rocker. And I'm, and I'm looking, I'll look in the corner of the room at the dude being the, 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 the quiet guy in the corner, who's the youngest, the lowest ranking dude. And I'm like, Hey man, say something. I was like, you've probably got the answer to this problem, but that's what, that's what the problem is. Like, you know, I'm on the 04, the 05. Like I have the answer, beat it, you know, beat it nerds, get out of here. So I was just kind of like, I want to be that guy. That's like, you guys all know me. I'm vocal. I don't hold back. And, uh, I, I figured like, Hey, my personality, um, and, and the, who I was, I, I could advocate for change. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, back to the whole conversation I had with that Navy warrant officer, man, he's like, Hey man, you got a, a pretty outgoing personality. Um, you, you're in a lot of respect here from the dudes in the short four or five months you're there. Like, why don't you go for it? And I was like, yeah, but again, in the back of your mind, it's like, I'm established. I'm, I've already been around this group for 10 years. I'm, I'm qualified. I, I have put my time in. Um, you know, trainer, evaluator, JM, dives, you know what I mean? You name it, it's there. Do I want to start over? You know what I mean? So well, that was, that was You got to deal with your boys too, right? Because cool. I mean, I've seen it before, like your E6 leaves, he comes back as a second lieutenant. Dude, let small me get community. into that. Let me get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, how much time do we have? What, what time? We t- what are we talking? Oh, as, 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 as much time as we much need. As this could be the this could be the J Mac eight part miniseries for all I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, dude, Rescue Warriors was what? Rescue six Warriors years, six part, part series. Three, two, eat your, one, six. Eat your heart out, America. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you know where I'm at. I'm trying to like focus back to the whole like yeah. Basically, hopefully that answers the question, love, right? 
Um, yeah, it totally about, does, man. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like, hey, I can, I can hopefully be a, be a dude to just try to be the, you know, what the spark that they need. So, um, and boy, was I, I don't know, I'm not going to say, boy, was I wrong, but damn. Um, I, I ate a big old humble cupcake and then yelled at myself while I was running uphill afterwards. So, um, my, so, it is my favorite personality trait that you fat shame yourself and you haven't been fat. Yeah. You, you run ultra marathons and you're like, I'm going to eat this pizza and then I'm going to shame myself until I'm skinny yeah. again. Because people are like, hey, how'd you get rid of that ultra? I'm like, well, I go out running in the snow up a hill and when I feel like slowing down, I just tell myself, hey, are you glad you ate that slice of pizza last night? Why don't you have another one? You know, oh, you ate the crust. <laughs> the the most unhealthy, the most crust. unhealthy self-talk. Like it couldn't be any worse. Like <laughs> it was a stuffed stuff crust. Why don't you throw some burpees in when you get to the top? Yeah. Yeah. So. I hope you enjoyed that fatty. <laughs> yeah. So biggest, yeah. biggest thing from what I'm listening to what you're saying is the biggest difference in the roles that you're playing is you wanted to advocate for the dudes and you wanted to give back to those guys that you had worked with, which are, Aaron and I, you know, when we showed up on team and you were more the more senior person. So give back to the community and be able to advocate and do those kinds of things. You weren't specifically looking to be a crow in that combat scenario because we have a lot of guys that ask us questions about like, you know, are crows ever going to see combat and is a crow going to be ever? But, you know, when I talked to you, when you're going that route, it sounded like you had already kind of decided like, yeah, I'm not going to be the guy that is going down the hoist every time and that kind of stuff. I'm kind of setting in this role as a crow to do my job and advocate for the dudes, use my powers of persuasion to get the things that I think is necessary for the career field. Well, you did, you know that better than anybody, man. You're my, you're my TL on that last deployment that we're on. Yeah. And you knew the arguments yeah. I had with the, the opposing team, the personalities, right. Where I'm just like, I said, hey, I'm breaking free. I'm not going to fly. I'm going to let the young guys fly. Let them get that experience. Let them get a, that exposure. I'm going to sit back and battle track, do whatever I have to do. Um, and that, man, the feedback from those young guys, you know, KR and those guys, man, they came back mm -hmm. and they were just like, hey, dude, not having you on the helicopter and actually having to have, you know, a 360 wherewithal about what we're doing because we knew you weren't over on the left side or you weren't on the right side, like having our six, it, it made us have a completely different mindset. You know what I mean? So, and, and that was justification in itself right there, but I'll get into the whole, like the whole, you know, deployment and anything like that. But, you know, back to the whole, like the roles of a crow, just like any officer, especially in this whole, you know, the spec ops community across the board, I don't care whether you're nav spec, warm MARSOC, USASOC, whatever it is, right. Special operations officer, man. Yeah. Advocate and empower, you know, that's it. I mean, we got just absolute pipe hitters in the enlisted ranks, man, that are just like, don't hold them back, dude. You know, cattle prod them, support them, go. You know what I mean? And uh, you will be absolutely amazed at, at the amount of talent and the, that's out there. And that's all I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I can wind myself up real easy. Hell, you guys have all done it. Uh, I'm wound up right now. I gotta be I'm honest with you. Right I'm, I'm more motivated listening to you talk about that senior enlisted leadership and about how you wanna how you wanna protect and enable those dudes. I gotta be honest. I got a freedom. Straight Man, up twelve o'clock. It's dude, straight nasty. It's my off day. I'm st I'm staring at this skier like I'm gonna do five k when I'm done with this. I mean, I bet this you, is I, I have no doubt that you are. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's whatever, six o'clock PM a your absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah, and we you're, all and know. you're hammering back coffee right now. <laughs> Just hammering it. Dude, it's been a long better, day. Better man. be Alpha Brew up in there. What and, up? And I and I love this because this neighborhood I live in is great. My neighbor's a border patrol. He's like, Hey, UPT. And I was like, huh? 
And uh, he's like, yeah, I see you got your garage set up. And then like, I was like, yeah, I dabble. And then I came up with some workouts. And I mean, we were halfway through the first one. And he was like, do you the effing devil? You're the devil. You put him through the Viking. I introed him to the Viking. I gave him a little taste of the Viking. Just uh, enough to wet his beak. Just enough to let him him touch the pain. I mean, and I should read you that plaque I have with her. Like, dude, thanks for introducing us to the Viking. But... Anywho, so yeah, that's it, man. I just wanted to empower those pie pitters, man. And uh, it basically run interference, you know, because previously I just, in my experience, I'd always seen like, hey, man, a great idea, blah, blah, blah. Go get this for me. Now, sir, hey, stand up in front of him and, and, and explain why the team and I want to do this. I obviously, I mean, yeah, it was there 50-50. You know, I've, all, I've had some great officers I've worked for, and I've had some bottled and barrel officers I've worked for. So um, I just, yeah, man, I just wanted to be that dude. To to let the let the boys know that man, I got your best interest in mind, and um, I, and I don't care if I get killed at you know what I mean. Trying trying to go to bat for you. So, anywho, that was that. But um, well, well okay. I so an, I got I got. Oh, go ahead, Trent. My bad. No. Well, I was just gonna. I think that's an interesting point because we talk so often about um, you know, the officers or senior enlisted getting stuck behind the desk, and you made the conscious effort to put yourself behind the desk. And to let your guys go and do, as opposed to thinking about it as, hey, I'm stuck here. Like, I can't believe I have to do all this paperwork. And I still want to be the doer. And I know that transition from, like, the doer to management, at least for me, is, is it was difficult. Dude, let me, let me tell I, you, the desk, it's just uh, it's a glorified box to jump on, to be honest with you. And, uh, <laughs> I, man, I would tell you, I'm going to go off on tangents. But, dude, I've done that twice, you know, as a as – a, as an at the 58th man um, oh yeah I'm going off here, but this is a great story like i i you know, finished the pipeline which i'll get to that afterwards um because i had to do the entire six month apprentice course over again um being taught by dudes that i had actually upgraded to instructor oh awesome my uh my attitude was absolutely stellar my 475 training report was the best I've ever had. Um, man, sarcasm is just like hitting me in the face right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I heard those same stories when I was at the schoolhouse about man, what a great I, attitude your whole team had. I will tell you, I run into people that I didn't even know. And they're like, hey, sir, I just got to tell you, like, you don't remember me because I was like a cone that was uh, had just got there. And then you did this. And that was the most motivational thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, hey, bro, cool. I, you know what I mean? It was just me acting a fool at the time because I was put between a rock and a hard place. And I felt like my, my boys had kind of turned it back on me, so to speak. Um, I didn't get to that afterwards, but yeah, back to the whole box jump on the desk trend. So here's the deal, bro. Like I, uh, I love telling the story because it's absolutely hilarious. And, um, you know, I get to Nellis, I'm getting ready to do, um, go out my, my first training sortie needed radio. Uh, needs an antenna, needed the comm equipment, right? And I go down there, and I'm just a butter bar, and I go down to the comm shop, and this dude is just like, I'm like, hey, man, how's it going, blah, blah, just try to be personal, start a conversation, how's things, need a radio, this, that, and the other. And he's like, he just didn't even, it's just like I didn't even exist. Like, he kind of looked up at me, and then kind of went back to his computer, and I was like, well, man, he, does this? He does thought this, you were lost. How yeah, high was the desk? Like, I was like, dude, I just find a, <laughs> I found a whole travel, like a whole schematic just to find this room, dude. Like, I need your help. And I, you know, I was like, in my back of my mind, I was like, you know what, am I going to handle this professionally or do I want to get this dude's attention? And, uh, you know, I was like, you know what, let's get this dude's attention. So I sort of box jumped right on his desk, split his keyboard and I'm standing over him. And I was just like pointing at him. I don't know if <laughs> the it was like most a, wild, know, the most like wild night. behavior. <laughs> like dude, what are you even I doing? Know, was like, man? And I was just like, Hey dude, <laughs> 
You were like a senior quit. airman at this time? Not, like, wow. Dude, and I mean, Tyra, now you're like, for some reason, the rest, the rest, anytime I needed anything from the support folks from that day forward, it just happened. Because they thought you were insane, J Mac. You jumped on a desk and yelled at a guy. Pay like, I don't. To me. Pay attention to me. I'm special. Dude. Help I'm me. a peacock. You got to let me fly. Oh, he's a peacock. You got to let him fly. Did that go the way that you thought it would, supply guy? Nope. Give me my helmet. Man, it worked. Okay. So there. There's the analogy. The desk is a box, right? You can use it how you see fit. Uh, well, but, well, but yeah. okay. So as a crow, then, like, no kidding. Just because I haven't been deployed in, in a um, operational environment with a crow as part of my team, what does a crow do on deployments? Um, you know, so it's um, mission specific, right? So, so many different mission sets. And when, and when you talk about, and this is one of the questions I get all the time about, hey, what am I going to do as a crow? Because, Brian, you, you touched on it earlier. Like, oh, man, am I going to go see combat? Am I going to do this, that, and the other? And it's like, um, you know, what I want to tell them is just like, man, we need to be, you need to be just like any other officer or any other, you know, operator in, in the aspect warfare community, just uh, outside the box thinker. You need to realize that you need to, you're going to be like a mission analysis, mission planning guru, right? Especially in the PR world, because it's so dynamic, right? And especially with this whole new, the morph into the, access, the strike access recovery, right? There's just so many different mission sets, so many things we can do, um, whether it's joint combined, whatever have you, right? And it's just like um, the, the pro. So, you're, you know, and this is one of those things where, hey, for the first, you're, you're going to get out of the pipeline, the first two deployments you do, you're going to do plan on doing at least two deployments at that tactical level, right? Um, you, you know, you're going to even potentially three, depending on the unit you go to, especially nowadays with the whole 19 Zulus thing. And we'll get into that afterwards. Um, I mean, you could be, I mean, historically it used to be, you come out of the pipeline, you go straight to an RQS, you do your team commander upgrade, which is about six months to a year. Then you go into that, you fall into that whole George cycle and you deploy with your team, come back, rest, re, you know, rinse, repeat type deal. And whatever theater you're tasked with, um, that's what you're going to do. You can be on a rotor wing team, fixed wing team. Um, and it's just, you know, luck of the draw, man. You know, and, and we all know in the PR world, it's like you know, our, our day that we get to shine is like somebody else is the worst day of their life. And you never know what's going to happen. Um, but uh, and then afterwards, you know, like I said, back into that whole like um, – be the master thinker, right? The master planner, master analyzer, whatever have you, because you're going to do either JPRC rotation, PRCC rotation. And, and the thing about this community, it's so, it's so small um, that, man, as long as you're vocal and you let the leadership know and you communicate effectively on what you want, what, what your desires are, there's a pretty good chance that you can have the opportunity to do it. You know what I mean? Like there's grand, there's some, there's some manning shortfalls everywhere, but I, you know, I'm, I'm hearing dudes that I help put through the pipeline and phase two and stuff. Um, and they're, they're already coming back on their like third deployment. And they're, it's like, they're a, been a, a deployed commander on their third deployment. And I'm like, man, you know what I mean? So you just never truly know. Um, but Hey man, just like giddy up, you know what I'm saying? So just know that you can do, it's just a multitude of things. Uh, I can't well, really. J-Mac, when you, when you say two to three deployments that, that a crow gets where they actually get to see some, um, like what amount of time is that? Not, not the length of the deployments, but you know, from a time on team that a crow arrives, how many years do they get on team before they are have to go to school for officer development or become more leadership? So I'm going to say, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at, uh, you know, when you pick captain on, 
So from some guys, finished, some guys finished the pipeline in like a year. And, uh, <laughs> easy, easy, well, fella. Jeez, yikes. Uh, yikes. That coffee's, coffee's hitting me. So, yeah. Very I emphatic mean, yeah, with the hands. Yeah. So some guys finish the pipeline in a year and a half. Some finish it in two, right? You come out of the pipeline and you're a first lieutenant. You're going right into team commander upgrades, six months to a year. You're getting your first deployment as a first lieutenant, right? You're coming back. You're probably pinning on captain, getting ready to have the door for your second deployment. Um, you know, and I talk about that tactical level deployment, right? So that's just like you're 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 in there and you're repping, you're advocating for those enlisted pipe hitters on a team. Like Brian and I were, he was my TL for my two years, my two deployments as a crow at Nellis, man. And we just um, you're in sync with each other, and it's just like, hey, man, here's your lane, here's my lane. We're running parallels, and we're just going to crush life together. Um, but there's certain things that, like, hey, man, you handle that, make sure the team scored away. I'm going to go fight this other fight over here and just try to get what we need to get, whether it's you know you know, some other funding stuff, you know, dealing with the budget, you know, you know what I mean? And, and, and I know because I have that, that trust with Brian and, and trust with the TL that he's going to handle the other stuff. I can just come in and say, who's ready to rock. You know what I mean? Like, and I know they're ready to go. Um, so on to, on to the deployment, man, you're just, you know, it's depending on what cycle you're on, whether it's 24 on 24 off, 12 on 12 off, whatever, whatever rotational basis you have. And it's just like <clears throat> restaurants repeat of like, you know, you're doing a whole Intel briefs, you know, what's going on in the theater. What's the most, you know, um, current, current events and, and where's the hotspots and it's just, you're analyzing, man. Um, but the cool thing is it's like, and, and Trent, you alluded to like that. I, I love that time because like, yeah, not behind a desk, man. I'm with the boys and you're so hyper-focused on just making you and yourself, you know, you're making yourself and your team better, um, becoming more tactically proficient at that tactical level. Right. Cause you know that that operational assignments right around the horizon. So if that helps, man, you know what I mean? If that answer helps answer the question, but what they can plan on and I can, you know, sign, seal, deliver J Mac said it, you know, throw spears afterwards, Graduate the pipeline plan. You're going to do a couple, couple years, you know, at least two tactical deployments, if not more, depending on assignment, you know, and, uh, there, like I said, there's, you know, with who 19 Zulu that just came out, like now the guys are going to share a pipeline to ST units. I don't know how they're yeah. being utilized. I can't speak to that right now. Uh, I got a, I got a flight commander crow. They're one of the, one of the troops up at uh, the place where I work has a, has a PJ troop chief and a crow commander. So it's, it's happened. And there, there are crows downrange uh, from STSs right now on global access and strike and recovery troops that are, that are doing good work. So the, the aperture is wide open, wide open for, for what you can do. So it's really diverse. You're, yeah, you're had, totally right. I had a good conversation with him. Uh, I think last week I answered an email and I finished it with now knock out a set because I don't want any more stupid questions, but Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I get him. <laughs> get him. So did that answer? I mean, was that good peach? I mean, yep. Yeah, that's so, all. That's all I want to know because we get a lot of those questions yeah. anyway about, hey, as an officer coming in, whether you're doing the enlisted to officer or you're just coming in straight officers, how much team time do I actually get? Because I think a lot of them get sold a a story that, hey, you're going to be kicking in doors and you're going to be doing the mission even as an officer, and and I hate to tell people whenever they, you know, they think that way. It's like, hey, yes, you will. For a couple of years, and then you've got to move on to go take care of the guys. And well, because there's different missions, and that's what. Yep. 
it's a really hard thing to try to explain to people when people are like, oh, well, you know, how, how, how long am I going to get to do this before I get stuck behind a desk? Man, you're not stuck behind. Some of the best things that have ever happened for this career field happened because people put down the gun and picked up the desk and made great things happen for all of our career fields. Like it's a necessary thing that we have to do. And um, it's, it's a hard thing to explain to young hard chargers that just want to go out there and they want to be on target all the time. And, and that, that target and that battle space changes. That's why I have a standing desk. Cause I just pace back and forth like a cat. Like a so it's a like walking a desk. I am so unsurprised. You basically have a dog run. You have a you have a cable <laughs> that they leash like, you hey, to. Man, you need a new, like, and your computer's <laughs> on one end. They're like, hey man, do you need a new foot pad? Because it's worn out in the middle. I'm just like, that's good, dude. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> well, speaking of questions that we have to ask, and we have to say it in the way that it's asked a hundred times no matter what we say about it. And it's in the same vein, like day-to-day life as a crow, right? Day-to-day. No matter what we say about it, unless we hit it with every single AFSC or career field that comes on here. Unless we ask specifically you right now, J-Mac, done. can you tell us in, in Garrison, in Garrison. Yeah. what is your day-to-day like as a crow specifically? Seven to nine PT, 9 a.m. stand up. It's the exact any, same answer. If I, get one more link, if I get one more link to a Zoom meeting, I'm gonna just start beating things with a baseball bat. Okay, <laughs> that 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 uh that's that 9 a.m. stand up turns into a 9:30 discussion, which turns into a 10 o'clock to a 12 o'clock uh, coa development on why we discuss what we discussed at the nine o'clock and then i'm um, like three o'clock what just happened oh i'm developing this is hitting i'm writing a GS- way too close to home dude i'm writing a gspd right now hey i forgot to eat lunch today my blood sugar's low let me go have a cup of coffee at four in the afternoon i get home and i'm just wound up man that's what do you want to know i don't even know if i put a uniform on is that garrison did i put a uniform on <laughs> As if we don't round up the rest of the day. This is this is honestly oh the best. God. This is honestly the best possible answer we've ever gotten. We get we get this question so much, and no matter how many times people people are like, so we thought we would just cover it all to the, in the beginning and be like, all right, what's it like in garrison for special warfare? And people are so like, uh, I want to be a crow. Can you tell me what the day to day is like? And we're just like, oh man. But this is the best answer I've ever heard. But I'm gonna tell you because it varies, dude. But it's based on personality, dude. Like I literally my day it starts off just like I said. I'm not gonna lie. And I check my email and then like, dude, I'll be lucky to get halfway through the inbox because I don't like, here's the deal with me. Like I'll shoot you an email, but as a last resort, okay. Cause I'm going to call you first and then I'm going to play, pay you a visit in person. If you're geographically located near me. And then if I still can't get a hold of you, then I'll shoot you an email and tell you I'm going to follow it up with a phone call and another visit. Right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to close that loop and you're going to be like, this dude is just annoying. Uh, because yeah, the desk is there, but it's just, it's a, it, it's just there. It doesn't have to hold you back, man. You got to get out. You got to get out. You got to talk to the folks. You got to handle business. You got to check the morale, the welfare. Um, because I'll tell you, man, like that whole like, oh, Garrison Crow thing. People are like, oh, that's the officer. Man, he scored away. He knows everything. Dude, you have no idea. Personally, professionally, dude, you talk about, you throw in, you sprinkle in the family love, you sprinkle in everything else that's going on, dude. And you just, that, I remember that as a young enlisted dude, I was like, Oh, the officer has all the answers. Dude, now that I'm living that life and I have those conversations with the Oh fives and Oh sixes. And they're just like, dude, I have no idea what I'm doing when I grow up. And I'm just like, this is the scariest comment. <laughs> this is the comment that I'm going to make right now. And I understand how scary it is. J Mac, when we say that we need an adult, cause we all say that you're the adult. 
You're the person now that we're talking about. When we say, I need an adult, and someone's like, Aaron, you are an adult, I'm, in, I'm like, no, I need an adultier adult. You're the adultier adult now. Okay. And, and, and hold on. Hold that thought. Because, man, I'm going to find it right now, dude. But bottom oh, line, man. <laughs> bottom line, from what you're saying, though, I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying with not sending an email right away and expecting an answer because it's the same thing with any other agency that you work with. If you send an email, you don't know if you're going to get a response back or people will click through it and like, eh, whatever, I don't feel like getting to it right now. And if you're there in person, not only do you get to see the person that you're talking to, they know that you're right there. You can see that they're receiving the message and you can get it to them and say, hey, I told you last week I was at, at your desk and you told me that you're going to do X, Y, Z and only X is done. Where's the rest of the stuff that you said you're going to get done? My whole, Where's my Y, Z? Yeah. Where's, Where's that? that? Well, yeah. Here's the deal. Here's how the Air Force works, man, off of checklists. And if you send an email up, I fired and I forgot. Oh, I did it, sir. Yep. It's done. Oh, oh, you did? Man, you sent that email and you CC'd 100. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let me go clean oh. up your mess because you're an idiot. Yeah, you know I mean, like, all right, man. We're, right. we're going to reel it way. We're going to reel it way back. Okay. So <laughs> we, we, pa- we paused on it earlier, but I want to get into it now. So let's talk phase two stuff, right? Oh, so, yeah. man, I want you to talk about num- So, two big things. Well, I want you to talk my, about uh, your one thought. Okay, go. Remember go. what you said? Like we need the adult and the adult in the room is you. Yep. I'm about to do this on this podcast. I don't even care. I'll do oh it. boy. Here's the oh, adult. God. Man, there's, I don't know if you can see it. Is that the fat kid? <laughs> That's the adult. There he is. Oh, <laughs> yo. We are going to make this. Mark my words. I don't care if it gets me fired from every single thing that we do. That is the Instagram post for this podcast. You like Congratulations. <laughs> you're famous. Do you want Tusky? That's your screen saver to motivate you, right? <laughs> Put it on the group chat Man. now. We need that. So, hey, so phase two. Love so, num- two, two questions, two focuses here. Number yep. one. How was it and what was your experience? And then number two, knowing that experience and then knowing what you know now, how would you have prepared for it back in the day? Love it. Love the question. So I get to ask this all the time. Man, it boils down to this. Like one week gut check. That is it. You know what I mean? Like that whole, I don't even know what, I'll probably screw up when I say like the whole uh, three days. What is that? Three days without sleep, three days without water, whatever that crap is, food. Like, did you, man. One week gut check, right? The hardest part of phase two is phase one. It's just crossing your T's, dotting your I's, getting your paperwork in. And like people are like, they spend all this time on this narrative. And I don't know. You just many, made Trent so happy. Dude, Trent just got so happy. Good, because I don't know dude, how many so people. So many people mess it up. Dude, I, and that's what it is. If you, if you are, you know, you cross your T's and dot your I's on your phase one package and you're authentic, you're genuine. You know, I'm not hiring, we're not hiring a dude or, or a girl because what what they say they are on paper. You know what I mean? Like, man, be you, be yourself. And that's all the time people are like, yeah, I got this interview. What do I say to the board? This, that, and the other thing. And it's like, be yourself, man. Don't try to tell the board the answer that you, they, you think they want to hear because you really don't have a clue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've Googled it. You've Wikipedia'd it. Oh, I need to talk about this, that, and the other. Man, you don't have a clue. Be yourself. That's some of our, you know? man, as an instructor, you can tell 100% when a student pivots away from the question that they're supposed to answer and breaks into a life story. You're like, hey, what's two plus two? And the people are like, uh, the two plus two is, I remember that I learned this from my impoverished childhood and it taught me to be a better person and to never quit. <laughs> and, like, and I was an Eagle yeah. Scout. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> wrong it was yeah. four get out i yeah. hate you you still don't know how to sharpen your swiss army knife so here's the deal man like I, and I'll, I'll follow back to it but like 
back to the whole, like, Hey, you out, you're asked the question, man. Like there's this guy that I mentored. He's, he's awesome. He's in the pipeline. Now I'm at phase two, I'm sitting on the board and I look at his background and it's like, dude, he's, he has his like top of his class chemistry. I'm like, dude, this dude's wicked smart. Okay. Let's have some fun. <laughs> I'm just, this is how J Mac thinks. The other board's far away asking questions like this. And they're just like, okay, around the room. Does anybody have any questions? He has a couple of chiefs, a couple of captains, colonel sitting in the middle. I didn't tell anybody I was about to fire off on this because I had just took him, took him to the Google machine, right? I looked at him, squaring the eyes. I said, I got one question for you. I said, Kenneth so-and-so. I was like, what's the atomic weight of neon? Dude, and he, and he was just like, I, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would you ask that? What was the motivation behind just to screw him up or like to put him in? Okay, he was a chemist. I want to know the atomic weight. Like, dude, you should know your your chart, right? That's your job. You yeah. asked him a periodic table that question. Periodic table. Yes. <laughs> yes. I pulled it out, and he was just like, uh, he he tried to throw something out there. Actually, he was on. He was like, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Like, he was just baffled. <laughs> and it was the lab brothers. Didn't like. They're like, hey, that's it. And then there, there was like stoic. And then he walked out, and like the room erupted. And they were like, periodic table, J Mac. Are you serious? I'm like, hey, man, I, I want to see this dude's true character, right? So, anywho, I digress back to the whole thing, right? Um, I thought that was funnier than you guys did, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll just go eat, eat myself to shame later on. So, uh, man, here's the, the, the anxiety and the buildup getting ready to go to phase two. And, it, and it's back to the whole, like, this is for anybody just say straight up, I'm a, I'm a sophomore in college, junior in college, and getting ready to go to it, or I'm a prior enlisted dude, whether it's in the community with your brothers growing up, you know, for a, a decade plus. Or, or civilians the, now. Or, yeah, civilians. Even, even civilians off the street. Yeah. That's a great program that um, they're running is bring them yeah. in off the street, bring Phenomenal. a civilian in. And, uh, and they're hilarious because they don't have, they don't have a clue. They're the yeah, funny, no they're, idea. They're so funny to watch. But um, yeah, man, I showed up and like, I, I go back to the one week gut check because I knew it was going to suck. I had, I had talked to talked to the guys who'd been previously. Uh, so 25 of us showed up. There were uh, 14 ROTC or enlisted guys and 11 commissioned officers. And I'm like, sweet, who's going to lead the charge, blah, blah, blah. And there was this army captain in charge. Man, this is hilarious too, because I, I, man, I don't even know how I'm here. Let me just tell you that. Like, the, the things I've pulled, like I should have had my throat slit and been like thrown in the trench. You know what I mean? For the, the things I did, but like, I'm just like, cool. This, so this army captain, anyway, listen, hold on, army- hold on. <laughs> you deserve to be murdered. No. for the things you did. That's <laughs> hyperbole. J-Mac. Nobody dislikes you like that. Maybe not, maybe not murdered. So let's just say like, let's just, I don't know. that. Somebody should poop in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should poop in your kitchen. Somebody should put an old an old yogurt in your drive suit <laughs> and then roll it up and then put it in your cage. That's what me, they should let do. Let me find it after eight months. They should. That was awful, oh, by that's, the way. That's dead. Months later, that <laughs> was the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled in my life. And he still like, wore the dry suit. There was like ivy growing in it, roots. And he still wore he still wore a dry suit. And that wasn't the Damn worst right, thing to happen in a dry suit that Less, trip, by the way. I'm not talking about that. So. Uh, <laughs> happy single de mile there, Brian. Anyways, oh yeah. So it's belated. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyways, back to the whole. Anyway, so I get there day one, man. This cat army captain just, I was just like looking at this dude as a tech sergeant, and I was like, this dude doesn't even know how to spell army, let alone gonna lead this this group of dudes through this selection, right? Uh, obviously, he hired a tutor to do his phase one package because he got accepted. So, um. It, it was rough, man. Like I, I knew what to expect. And, um, 
basically we started on a Sunday, the, the pass test and running, you're running through the whole, the whole gamut. And by Tuesday, I mean, it was such a beat down that by Tuesday we were down to seven people. Um, so that was all, all 11 commission officers had quit. Um, we were down, you know, just to, it was three prior J's and two Academy guys and two Rotsy guys at that point. Um, and we were, I was just like, what is going on? You know what I mean? And it was, it was pretty much, it was like a rough week for me, you know, and, and I'll be, I'll, I'll show some vulnerability here and I'll just open up to you guys in the audience. Cause I'll tell them just to give you an idea. Um, you know, I, I can smoke a joke and laugh right now. But I'll tell you, like, worst week of my life, it was there. It's if not the worst, it ranks up there pretty high. And it was Wednesday morning after, like, um, you know, it was the the long run run day, man. I was just like, I was sick for starters, so I was, you know, going from traveling from England all the way to to um, you know Spokane, Washington, just beat down from just very little sleep, and you know, I was just like, I was dragging, and I finished that run way behind the guys i was just down myself down in the lock get back to the room happened to call my wife and i was like babe i i actually had like i was like self-doubt at that time i was like babe i don't know if i can do this you know what i mean and uh thank god for her because she, she was just like um she's like yeah whatever that's cool because uh you got a newborn son and a three-year-old daughter who already made congrats dad signs for you when you get home and i was like Ooh. <laughs> i was like sick burn Yo, but that's all i need to no hear you know, next thing i know i'm going into the, the hell night and i got two large bore ivs and i'm just like where am i and i mean it was it was rough but looking back man like i get it i understand why you know what i mean like it's a gut check do you really want it you know what i mean because in, in, in the previous past it was just like oh hey you're enlisted controller you're enlisted uh pj oh you want to be an officer i mean you could be a completely horrible person and, you know, here's this, here's this shiny hat and, and this new rank and, and go do, right? Like, I, I think it's a valid, a valid gut check to make sure, hey, you really want to do this. Do you really want to go down this road? Um, and I have well, just, just, to pause, just to pause you real quick, and I don't want to, I don't want to throw you on a tangent, but did, did that sort of experience, like you, you coming out of that and you going, hey, this is totally valid. Did that shade your, your kind of like future to go work there? Is that what kind of made you want to be involved so heavily in that process? No, Cause you valued it. No, that was a, uh, that okay. was a family decision. Not getting into that. So, I mean, you oh, guys know nice. me pretty well, my daughter, right. I'm EFMP and uh, my entire life right now, career assignments, whatever have you is it completely evolved around her and her care and the ability for me to take care of her and give her the opportunity she needs to excel or whatever in life. And everything else is just icing, whatever I can do, you know? So that, yeah. that assignment was like, Hey man, I need a pause X after 10 years of just being an enlisted PJ and, and a crow at that tactical level. And just averaging 220 plus days a year gone, mm -hmm. whether it was deployments, TYs or whatever. Uh, I needed to be there for the wife. I needed to be there for the family. We needed a pause X personally. And Fairchild was just the assignment because Seattle was there. The neurologist, it was just a great assignment. And it just happened to be that man phase two is there. And then, uh, I ran with it and it was, it was a great experience, gotcha. but, um, cool. All right. Yeah, so, how, so how would you prepare for phase two? So no one like, yeah, well, how, how would you, you came out, you had to have IVs. You almost didn't make it. You were at your <laughs> lowest point. Like looking back on that, like how, how would you prepare for it then? How, what, what advice would you give to somebody going to phase two to be like, Hey, this is what you need to focus on. Sleep deprivation hits. Like you wouldn't believe, you know what I mean? It's like, I always do this. I'll, I'll make what I'll do. And this is like, bad on me maybe i don't know my coach probably hates me for it but I'll, I'll like i'll make these workouts and i'm like that looks dumb on paper and i'll start doing it and i'm like one round in i'm like oh this is really dumb and like 
30 something minutes later, I'm just like dead. And I'm like, I got three rounds left. <laughs> it's a grind. Dude, I mean, that's it. The bottom line is like, man, like whether there's so many resources out there, but like find a grind and just do it, dude. You know what I mean? And then do it tired and then, you know, do it, you know, dehydrated and then do, you know what I mean? Just like, and just know what it feels like, you know? And it's just like, when you have nothing left, go find a hill and sprint up as fast as you can. You know, it's, and like I said, I fall back to the whole mental it's, it's 90 plus percent mental, you know, and running phase twos now. And I, I have these dudes, I look at their phase one package and it's like, Oh, I'm a D one swimmer. I'm a captain of the water polo team. Let me tell you, you know, how fit you have to be to be, you know, a collegiate water polo player. And I got any quits on underwater. And I'm like, dude, it, it's here, man. Like I'm not this like D one professional athlete dude but man i will you, you give me a warehouse full of stuff i'm gonna move it for you i you know, i don't know how fast it's gonna happen but i'm gonna move it or i'm gonna motivate others to help me move it yeah i think um, i think that's really an important part like you're talking about you guys have to experience those people that are watching listening out there you have to experience what failure feels like over and over again and i integrated that stuff into like you know, the workouts that I designed because I designed them for specifically that kind of thing. And it's the crucible days that are the toughest ones that like pretty much goes through a really tough day at selection or whatever, going, yeah. doing bear crawls, going through a long ruck, going through freaking long water con sessions. Like you see 4,000 meters on a swim and you're like, I've never done that much before. And you just do it. You sit there and however long it takes you, you freaking get it done because you can get it done. It's just, how motivated are you going to be? And it's going to be the same thing when you go to selection. Like, are you going to be motivated it, enough? Yeah. Eventually you're going to be going to dive school, do a 10 K and you're not going to be <laughs> yeah. able to pee when you're thinning. So your buddy's going to have to drag you. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, like it's, it's, it's going to happen. So, um, but yeah, man, that's it. It's funny because, uh, I really attribute the, the fact that I play high school football to it, that, that mental, that mental toughness of two days, things like that. Right. And then, and then having prior experience in the community. Uh, and just knowing, because what I always talk when I talk leadership mentorship with anybody is I'm like, so many people don't attempt it because they're so fear. There's, they're so afraid of failure before they even attempt certain things. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to be a statistic guy and throw it out there, but like my personal opinion, dude, like 80, 90%, you know, people in this world have no idea what they're capable of. You know what I mean? Like we, we could all admit there. We, we've talked to people like, Oh, I just haven't started school. I just don't know if I can do it, man. Or it's, it's long or man, I don't, you know, and it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I met, you, know, you, you get sick and tired of hearing it. You know, I remember the first time I met my wife's coworker, you know, he was a, a chaplain's assistant. You know what I mean? And I, and I, the first time I meet this dude, I walk in and, you know, she's like, be nice. We're still dating. Right. And I'm just like, I'm like, Hey man, nice to meet you. He's like, Oh, you're a PJ. And I'm like, yeah. And what's the first thing that comes out of his mouth? Anybody want to guess? I could have made it. I was going to do it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think I said something along the lines of shut the up. And then I got a swift backhand. We're in a chapel. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? perfect. Like, man, like try it. You know what I mean? Try it and then say something because you'd be surprised, dude. It's not I mean, you guys can attest. You get that big yoked dude who's got the eight pack and the, the, the 60 inch biceps, you know, like I'll crush rocks. Okay, dude. But watch out for the 120 pound. Watch out for the 120 pound kid over there because he's going to run circles around you and he's, he's got more mental and intestinal fortitude than you can even dream about. And now that's all it boils down to. So hopefully that, that sums it up, man. But like, 
that was awesome. But for me too, going through and having my buddies, I mean, one of the dudes that I was on team with going through the apprentice course was just, man, I was just staring at his shins all the time doing pushups. And I'm just like, man, I used to hold your hair out of the toilet and listen to you complain about you not being good enough for this world. And it's like, now I'm doing burpees for you, dude. Like, um, <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's like they, they pick and choose and they just give you these unattainable timelines. And that's what people get you so stressed out about it. But just like, you know what? Handle it. If you fail one task, there's, mu- there's many more coming. You know what I mean? Like, dude, the decision is not going to be weighed on you at phase two. Um, the fact, the simple fact that you're invited to phase two, dude, you're, 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 we need you. We want you. You know what I mean? I've been to phase two briefs where, where the, the cadre lead, the 05, the 06 comes in and says, gents, uh, we got 24 candidates. Uh, we need 22. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, you know, and what do we end up passing? Six. And it's not because we don't want to. It's like, yeah, we're gonna tr- we're gonna test your mental and test before too. We're gonna test your your um your IQ. We're gonna put you through the rigors. But man, at the end of the day, it's like we want you, we need you, we invited you. So it's one of those things, man. So well, and I, man, I, I said this. I don't know how many times as my instructor when I was an instructor when I was you know down at school, and I'm sure Brian did too. Like that's one big misconception. Every one of us in AFSPEC war, every single instructor, almost to a man wants you to succeed. How happy would you have been if you invited 24 and you graduated 24 from that phase two? What would that have felt like? Dude, and, and great. But at the same time, like, and you've been, look, Aaron, you've been there with phase twos, Brian, and, and dude, I like, I'm that guy that's like, hey man, I want to, I'm going to mentor develop you. But at the same time, like, I, I will tell you this, for those listeners out there getting ready to go, if I'm there and I give you options, dude, take the road less traveled, Take something you're not familiar with, <laughs> but I'm going to offer you some punishment and I'm going to say, Hey man, like you complete this task. You can have a, you can have hand a, and I'm going to offer you, you know, hundred pushups or hand B. I'm going to give you a hundred mind benders, man. Choose the mind benders, dude. Any day of the week, <laughs> any you know day of the mean? week. And, and then best I'm, exercise in the pipeline. I'm everybody. telling you, dude, next time I'm out of phase two and I offer that up and the dude choose mind benders, I'm going to be like, dude, you know, one's ready. And then I'm going to make him do push-ups. Appreciate it. So Appreciate I'm going to take it to the pool and say, one's ready. Yeah, dude, straight up. Mind benders, go. <laughs> take it, pick it. So hopefully that sums it up, man, a little bit. Um, call me. I'll get you ready, dude. <laughs> we'll eat some pizza and run some hills together while we talk trash to each other. <laughs> Come on, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh because I'm also a fat kid. So dude, I mean, I hey, keep, what do I got? That's why I work out so hard because, like, man, this diet's for birds, dude. If I hear one more person tell me they're like do keto, I'm gonna slap them. So <laughs> hey, hey, I just, I go boy, do the, I have some news get, for you, my friend. <laughs> I'll see you Monday I go morning by the at philosophy. seven. I'll slap you for doing keto. <laughs> I'll be I'll be there Sunday at sixteen hundred. Let's just get oh, it over with. <laughs> I gotta get out of this court. I gotta get out of this quarantine and in process somehow. Just so, be there, sir. I'll see it's you. It's crazy, man. Jeez. Well, J Mac, would you do it all over again, knowing what you know now? Heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And, and you know, and I it's one of those things where I just love being part of this community. And if I can tell everybody that's aspiring to to do it, you know what I mean? I, it, there's Oh man, there's movers and shakers, dude. But this community is full of both, and it's crazy, dude. And um, I just, you know, near I'm over twenty, almost at twenty one years right now. And people are like, 
you, I meet people that are just like, I call them, you know, the regular air force folks that aren't do, that don't do spec for like us or aren't familiar with our community. And they're just, I mean, there there's tech sergeants at 19 years or masters at 19 or 20. And they're just beat down. And then they, and I'll talk to them. I'm like, I've been for over 20. And they're like, are you serious? And I'm just <laughs> like, and I'm like, and then I'd say like, yeah, and I'm just getting started. And they're like, what? You know what I mean? And, and I'm just like, I don't want it to end. You know what I mean? Because whether it is on a team or whether it is behind a desk or whether it's doing, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. I don't care. You're going to have the good days, the bad days, you know, the ugly days, no matter what you do. But man, boy, are we lucky. And I think we all know it. You know what I mean? I just, I just have to look back to a time where I'm like, Hey, they needed, they needed to get a JM currency for one dude. I'm the only current qualified JM. And Oh, by the way, we're going to fly a C-17 and just for you to do a couple of elevators. And then you're like, dude, pinch me. Is this real? An entire C-17 just to myself, just to throw one guy out. Hey man, that's the way just it goes. to do it, just to do a gainer also. I, I mean, just you to have do a guess, how many how many gainers have you done in your lifetime, and how many have you done with me <laughs> on no. the back of a rap? <laughs> I mean, just at the right of passage. If you're going to jump and peach, you got to do it. Hey, you got to um, do it, dog. I, re- I remember a specific. Dude. I remember a specific one where a special reconnaissance guy, J-Mac and myself, came up with a wacky plan for triple gainers, and uh, we got really close to one another because we didn't understand how the wind worked <laughs> off of the ramp. So uh, there, was, there was a little bit of checking hands, checking feet, and getting airspace awareness, but it all worked out because we're here, except for the guy that landed on the cow and got pooped on. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> bringing it back. I don't know if I know that story. So you're, you're just getting started, so moving forward, yeah. uh, I guess looking into the future, the whole 19Z thing. The officer AFSC is within special warfare. Yeah, man. From where you're sitting, where's it going? What's the deal? Uh, positives. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts? So I love it. I absolutely love it. So doing away, doing away with the whole yeah, and, 13. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And we do too, man. Just to just to focus you on like where we are. Like we are early adopters of this thing. We are we are totally on board, man. Like we are pumped. Yeah, dude. So I, I love it, and I and I get that the buzzwords are, are just running rampant nowadays with this whole thing, you know. But um, even with the whole one Zulu that was back in October, finally became a thing, right? Um, I think it's great. I, I think this whole spec war enterprise, the whole spec war movement. And the bottom line is, is this, you know, I'll, I'll try to speak as intelligent as I can here, but like for the first time ever, we actually have a director at the half level. I mean, that is absolutely huge. The fact that we have an A3S, you know, up at the half spec warfare umbrella, that is just like guiding our, our, um, our development is huge. You know what I mean? So I think getting rid of the whole, um, you know, with the 19 Zulu, so taking those, the 13, uh, what, 13 Charlie, 13 Delta, 13 Lima, right? Taking those out of that command and control AFSC and, and assigning us, you know, as of April 30th, having our own, um, you know, AFSPEC warfare AFSC. I mean, the opportunities are endless. And, and granted, there's going to be some growing pains. Um, but like I said, this, the opportunity, like I said, the, the biggest, uh, why I'm really excited about this and where I see this going in the future is just, like I said, back to whole like-minded individuals, extremely motivated men and women right across the board. But the fact that we can now, um, you know, through the AF, AF, uh, FPC eyes, right, that we can cross-pollinate. So we can, we can throw these stoves into RQSs. We can throw these, the crows into, you know, STSs and fill these leadership roles, you know, and the, and the TAC POs as well that they for, formerly weren't in. You know what I mean? And so it's like I, I know for a fact that a PACAF, one of my buddies is leaving – He's a crow. Attack PO is going to go into that position. You know what I mean? And um, 
that, like I said, that the whole buzzword cross pollination, it's absolutely huge. And the synergies that are going to be available for us, um, even though we didn't merge with AFSOC, like I said, dude, the, the opportunities from training, um, the employment, you know, everything, it's going to be huge. And, um, but like I said, it's going to take time. So I just, you know, it's one of those, like, as, as the whole desk jockey, you know, cards may fall. Like I spent from this past, uh, was it March? Anyway, I spent about three weeks helping. There was 17 and 18 of us in this Zoom web tech, or not web tech, um, WebEx thing. And we did the 19 Zulu CFTP, right? People are just like, and that email comes out. They're like, oh, I don't want anything to do with that. You know what I mean? And then oh, anything to do with the development of it, right? Because you get so that's that's so crazy to me. Like I, it's so hard many, work. Like I get so it. It's the worst attitude to have. Yeah, yeah. You got so yeah. many hard-headed individuals that are like, um, "Oh man, this is this is going to be insane." But what you have is, you know, the history of it is you have three compartmentalized communities that, for the first time ever, and let me tell you this, are dumping it onto a spreadsheet. And then, you know, I, I had my doubts. I was like, "Hey." I'll be your huckleberry. I'm going to do this and wrap the FT where I'm at now. A couple of people were like, dude, good luck with that. I even called the dude down at ATC and I was like, Hey bro, don't think this is going to work via a WebEx via a virtual thing. This is the type of thing that we actually need to sit in a room together and a U shaped table, pull out the shock knives and get some before we start, because that's what, you know, it's, that's what's going to happen. And uh, it's the only way it works. Those things, those things are knife fights. Like they really are like being involved in the things that I've been involved in too. Like I understand the trepidation going in there. Good on you for being involved though. That's, so, that's dope. It, it was huge. And it took, it, it was uh, originally took, it was slated for five days and it took close to, uh, when it was all said and done close to uh, 16 or 17. And now it's just waiting for adjudication. But this is huge because like I said, it's, it's, it's a whole, it, you know, encompasses the whole entire 19 Zulu one document, you know, common skills, core tasks, the whole nine. And, and if you look at the FMPs, man, it's just like the, the ability that we can just be under this one, one group is huge. You know what I mean? So uh, right. and I'm excited I think it's, for it. It's important because guys that aren't communicating with each other. I mean, that's how our team moves rooms always were is like this team is in here. They don't really talk too much to this other team that's next door to them, even though they're doing pretty similar things when they're training, they don't really talk to each other. So if you can get everyone on the same page and not only use your funding together, but also use your brain power and your planning assets that you have to go one direction and actually facilitate those movements that you're going to be doing across the board. Then I think it's really a, a great thing. And those guys that aren't actually uh, wanting to be on board, you know, that's just dodging work because we know this is going to happen and we have an opportunity to make it better than it has been in the past and allow our career field to grow to the, the way it should, you know, and, and pe highlight people have this misconception, like that we all talk and we all constantly work together. I was on the other troop when you two were on two troop in Vegas. I had no idea what you were doing. And we worked in the same building. Exactly. I worked in the other end of a horseshoe. I hardly ever saw you. <laughs> hardly ever saw you guys. I, I distinctly remember walking past J-Mac in the hallway one day after you guys got back from an appointment. He was whistling. He's like, hey, what's up, Aaron? I was like, hey, what's up, sir? <laughs> that was the first time I'd seen him in like a year. And we worked in the same building. And it was England was the same way. Yeah. And no one brought us together. We didn't have, and we didn't know what they were doing, what TDYs they were going on. We didn't even know if they had a new guy unless we saw him in the hallway up, or up in the cages. We we're like, who's that? Dude walking down the hallway in his boxers and Dude, up it in got, the cages. But it got good in England, man. We want to knock that knock that wall down to the end. It was it was good there. And oh, so good. <laughs> so it's I mean, hopefully that, answers, hope that answers the question, Trent. Um, you know, I can I can talk all day, but um, you know, it, it's huge. And like I said, we have we have that rep now up at half, 
and there's a lot of things coming down. So, and it was funny because I actually got dimed out last what October, September, October timeframe. And they, uh, uh, the career for manager reached out to my commander and said, Hey man, I need a, a JMAC type to run this GA, this summit thing. And I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm doing it. So, uh, clear my schedule. It was, it was awesome. Cause it was the first time ever we had, I mean, we had the whole night, we had tapios, we had, you know, stoves, crows across the board from total force guard reserve active AFSOC. I mean, there was a seer guys there. Everybody was represented all in this Man, giant room hear. and uh it was a one-week conference and we got we got after it and we got some things up there that completely just um in support of the you know national defense strategy everything it was great so um yeah i think one of the big things that's going to come out of this this change is that um special reconnaissance their new beret is going to be replaced by a gray ball cap and blacked out shades like the kind that you wear after you get your eyes dilated it's just going to be a bar <laughs> they're going to hang from the ball cap though they're going to be attached yeah, it's, it's going to just... have a little black bar so that you're constantly redacted <laughs> that's what that's what the nice are going to be yeah did i'm I, just joking did, did i can't wait <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just what i see for the sr based on sr uh, community trends oh, okay. uh, instagram opener on the cap too it's gonna be pretty awesome yeah bottle opener <laughs> absolutely <laughs> because right. i hey i think it's still gonna have any, yeah. i think it's still gonna have any little helium bottles for their balloons so you can tell me oh, that's just hurtful. No? That's J Mac. Ask Trent if he forecasts. Trent, extra go ahead. Do, Kestrel I, I, mean, I just want to know: Do they make weather balloons in multicam now? Because if they do, you know, sign me up. Okay, I know <laughs> the commercial you're talking about. <laughs> All right, and you launch them at night. Okay, uh, so with a uh, little IR cam, I mean, a lot get, of hurt behind those words, Trent. And a multicam and and a monitor and a balloon, dude. I'm down. I might, I might go for my third AFSC, dude. I don't know. I might just the switch it. The fact that you said anemometer, I'm just going to give you a one whiskey Xerox 2 AFSC right now. I'm, I'm doing it. You're in. It, it flows. All right. I'm, I'm All right. It. Last word for you, J-Mac. Um, I just want you to do like in one sentence or two sentences, like what would you tell a guy? Oh, boy. As far as <laughs> one or two sentences, concise as possible. Quick, quick bet. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to take the over on this one. I, uh, if the over under is two sentences, I take the over. One, on over. one piece of advice that you would give to a guy, okay, or a girl that's trying to get in and do this thing. If you're jumping with Peach and he's the a, and he's the primary JM, and you are the AJM, and you do not see the PI because the clouds are at five thousand. And the commander says, eh, it's a flickering red to green. Just go. What's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Skullthorpe. Hey, everybody, one pass. You can everybody, one pass. We're all 50% going. 50% breaks backwards faster than God knows how. You know, and all of a sudden, at 800 feet, you break through the clouds, and you're like, ah, it's the PI. But the best part, you know, is, and you're walking down, you're like, hey, Pete, that was good. And he's like, that was, that was legit. I did a gainer. I don't even know what happened. And then, and then the, the commander of the squadron is still on the ramp. Not doing that again. And you're just like, here, here. <laughs> 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 but no, man, like, so, so back to the whole, I already lost the bet there, but um, a one-liner. Yeah, that was one really long sentence. It, it was one yeah, long I'm sentence. Not sure, I'm not sure if you've lost. It, yeah, it's I'm it's still memories. With- it's the team room. I'm loving it. I miss you guys. But um, so just a one or two-liner to tell people, about this about crow or about just what advice, what advice yeah. you would give them as they're going in stepping up or they're on that gunnel you know something that you thought about as you were about to do 10 ups you're like Man, screw it, it. it it'd be the worst day of your life and you can be down on yourself and you have no idea 
but you are capable. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you have what it takes because the simple fact, and this is what it boils down to the simple fact, and this is going to get kind of corny and professional here, but again, the simple fact that each and every one of us raising our right hand, supporting the constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign domestic dude, you have what it takes. You already are putting yourself above and beyond what the, your peers that you grew up with are doing because they didn't raise the right hand and already, you know, swore an oath like you did. You've already got a leg up, man. Now you've chosen to go a little bit further and test your mind a little bit more. And you are capable because if you want to do it, you can do it. You just don't know that yet. Does that make sense? I don't know. Hopefully it helps somebody out there. And that J-Mac is what we call an Instagram soundbite. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, that's it. I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough to decide between it's that gonna be and the, fat, I, I the be, self fat shaming. I don't even care about that, J-Mac. That, that was some of the, the – man, I, I, again, man, like I, I've known you for a long effing time at this point. Man, I – thank you. That was that was great. Be, yeah. Because I'll tell you too. I mean to circle back on like we joke at phase two, right? It's, it's, a, it's a nightmare of a week, man. But like it, it boils back to whole like you said, hey, how awesome would it be? to have 24 dudes or now show up and graduate or, or select all 24, right? I sit there and yeah, I'm going to test you, but at the same time, I'm going to mentor you. So when I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to yell at you a little bit, but I'm also, I'm going to, you know, that throttle's going forward and back all week long. And yeah, when you're in that lean and rest on the edge of the pool and you're just like, man, I don't know if I can do one more 10 up. I don't know if I can do one more over and back. I don't know if I can do this 50 meter underwater. Uh, I'm going to be in your ear and I'm going to be like, Hey man, you can, you can do this. And I, I'm that instructor and I'm that cadre that's telling you, hey, man, when you start gupping halfway you know, through a 50, keep gupping, man. You've got another 45 seconds in you until you pass out. Keep gupping. You know what I mean? And I, have, I love it because some of those psych docs are like, all of a sudden a dude will pop like two in a row. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll get down, I'll whisper something, a little motivation. Next thing you know, it's like, they knock out four in a row and the psych docs are like, hey, underwater whisperer, what are you doing? And I'm just like, grande. <laughs> That's I'm just fantastic. like, grande, non-fat white mocha. The cone whisperer, J-Mac. You know, I'm like, give me the grande, non-fat white mocha. Send it. All right. So Yeah, I think that is fantastic advice and I think that's a good place to end the episode. J-Mac, I appreciate you coming on and spreading some knowledge. Like I said, we've known each other for a really long time and you know we all love you a lot. Uh, but just like you said, for all of you guys that are watching out there listening, the biggest thing um, that you can glean from this whole thing is that you have to be yourself just like J-Mac is always going to be himself and we all know J-Mac very well and we know that he's going to be himself and that's why we invited him on here because it is really important to see like no matter what if you think that you have the odds stacked against you you're a fat kid you're you have a appetite of always want to eat pizza or whatever you don't want to be on a diet you still have to get the job done and if it's a thing that you really want to do you have to prove to yourself that you can do it and the first step to doing that is actually getting off your butt and starting that journey that's always the hardest step you know you hear that all the time but those are the big things that I think uh, you should take with you um, when you're going to selection. Just like J-Mac said, take that first step and keep on going. As far as the crow thing and the phase two, um, it's a grind and you can expect that it's going to be a grind. And like J-Mac said, it's the hardest part of his life. And he had been through selection and he'd been through team with us and smoke sessions at the unit. So lots of different things, but 
the thing that keeps you going is, like I said, is his family and what really is going to be down here in your heart. It's not, you know, you can train your butt off and you can get up to eight miles and you can do whatever, but there's always going to be a surprise. Just like he threw out the whole periodic table thing. You can't plan for every single thing. We're trying to see how you're going to react in a situation that you are unfamiliar with and what you are actually made out of. So no matter how much you continue to plan for everything, you can't. It's impossible. You need to come as prepared as possible for, you know, that a ruck is going to come. You know, that a run is going to come. You know, all those things that are on the pass test and um, that are going to be told to you for your phase two to get ready for. But it's those odds and ends that you just got to be yourself. And we want a person that is confident is going to tell us a straight up answer. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about, or this is what I think. And then be a team player. Watch out for you guys. So if you're looking to go the crow route, you can expect to go through that phase two selection process. And again, uh, another important thing that we covered was talking about you're going to do two, maybe three deployments as a crow. And then you can expect that your job is going to be to advocate for those guys and not to be the guy that's stealing someone's seat. Just like we were talking about in our last deployment with J-Mac and I, you know, he wasn't taking anybody's seat. He knew that his role was better served back at the jock or the stock or the talk and taking care of all the other things that the team doesn't need to worry about while they're out executing the mission. So I think, uh, it was awesome to hear from you and I'm glad you're doing great out there, continuing to crush things and crush yourself. Maybe we can throw a Viking workout or something up no, for dude, don't the guys me. to do. And, uh, I think they would enjoy that, but we all appreciate you coming on here and talking about your experiences, very valuable for the students out there. So, um, we'd love to have you on again, uh, for now though, you guys continue to comment and they can reach you at, uh, crow MC on Instagram. And do you have an email or anything like that? Yeah. So crow underscore MC Instagram, hit me up, um, DM me or, um, yeah, I'll just throw it out there, man. PJJ Mac at Gmail. Not going to change it. So don't even say it. <laughs> you know, we're, talk, we're talking legacy email and I just refuse to do the whole John dot blah. No, man, it's me, dude. <laughs> Hit it up. You know what I'm saying? So thanks for coming on, j Mac. I appreciate it, man. You ask for, Cause I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Cool. Appreciate you coming on and thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, and drop down in the comments. You can hit us up anytime you need anything. All right. Take, Take care, care, boys. See you. family. See ya. See you uh, yeah. on Monday there, sir. All righty. Late.